Well, hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to The Ernest Man Show. Wherever you may be in this world. Just a quick message on how you can win a fabulous prize. After listening to an episode, simply go to my website, theearnestmanshow.com, and go to the Discuss comment section below the episode. Leave a comment. That's it. It's that simple. Within a week, if a winner is chosen, you possibly could be a winner of a fabulous prize. Okay, well, it's it's not a car or a boat, but then again, you don't have to pay any taxes on it. So, what are you waiting for? You've got a good chance, and you can say anything you like. So, that's my message. Now, let's go to the show. Episode 42, Barbecue Cooking. How to make the best outdoor barbecue you've ever had. One of the many things that I enjoy about my show is the variety of information that I try to give you. We're not pigeonholed into any single subject. One day it may be psychology. Another, it may be geopolitical politics. The other, it might be relationships. I take the feedback that I get from you And that's what pretty much determines the direction that we go in. And on this particular case, we're going to be talking about backyard barbecuing. And it seems really appropriate because, well, it is spring. And it's time to fire up those grills. So what I'm going to talk about is how to make an incredible backyard barbecue event. I got a letter, or an email rather, from a guy named Nate. And uh, he was uh, asking me basically what I thought was the best way to cook. Because there's so many ways, so many methods, so many different cooking machines. And um, that includes the relatively new kid on the block, pellet grills. And we're going to get to that. But he wanted to know, from my opinion, what I thought was the best. Well, Nate, I... I thank you very much for the question, and that's what I'm going to talk about. So, where to begin? Well, um, I'm going to just jump right into the first um, area that I think needs to be discussed, and that's pellet grills. 
Now, as far as convenience of cooking is concerned, they're fantastic. Hands down. They are convenient, hands down. And as far as cooking meat is concerned, once again, great. They do a great job overall. But the problem is, is what's the point of having properly cooked meat if essentially it doesn't really have any flavor? Because that's the whole point, flavor. So here's what I'm going to tell you. And the beauty of this, in addition to any other positives, is that it can save you a hell of a lot of money. Now, pellet grills, they can range in price depending on the unit and its size and its quality. Anywhere from roughly around $500 and after that, the sky's the limit. There are pellet grills that are in the thousands of dollars. So depending on how deep your pockets are, there's your options and there's your choices. But here is the fundamental of the situation. Um, in order to get the most incredible flavor, you need to be using charcoal and wood. Now, I want to preface this because I also know there are electric cookers, for instance, that are completely automated and they have a uh, chute in them with wood chips and pretty much you set it and forget it and, uh, you know, there's that. And uh, typically, you know, they can run anywhere from around 300, 500 bucks depending. But if you want a fantastic experience and fantastic meat cooking, they are not the answer. I would avoid them at all cost. Um, convenient, yes, but they have a lot of drawbacks. Now, I'm not going to go into the specifics. We're going to approach this with a very broad brush so that I can lay out some fundamentals. And I, uh, I feel that from there, you'll be able to figure out a lot of this on your own. There's a million sources of information out there. There's a million YouTube videos and sources on the web. But as a good starting point, um, as a way of, um, say, you know, weeding out the wheat from the chaff, so to speak, I just wanted to lay out these fundamentals. Now, in order to get the most incredible flavor, we're talking about meats, we're talking about ribs and briskets, 
that have a bark, um, that kind of thing, you've got to have your cooker should use charcoal and uh, wood. Wood and charcoal are the key. Chunks of wood. And when I say charcoal, I'm talking specifically about the pressed briskets of charcoal. Um, other forms can often have a lot of problems. So you want to avoid that. Anyway, um, you can get a fantastic smoker cooker for around 200 bucks. And if you want to get real fancy, well, maybe you can go up to three or 400 bucks. But it is certainly uh, much cheaper than the alternatives. Before I go further, here is some more information concerning this from my own personal experience that I did as an experiment. Now, I've been cooking for a number of years, and so I'm, I'm certainly, I don't consider myself to be a pit master, but uh, I'm fairly accomplished. I know my way around this stuff. And once you get a feel and a handle for it, and it doesn't, it doesn't take that long, just a bit of trial and error, a little bit of research, and the results will be amazing. And what I did, just for the sake of my own convincing, I guess I've done in this experiment probably about, I'm guessing it was about 40 cooks. About 40 cooks. And um, in a number of those cooks, I was the center of the cooking. And the way I set this up was I had other people come. And um, they were also cooking. So I'd have a guy and let's say he had a pellet grill. And then I'd have a guy with a gas grill. And uh, what we set up, what or what I set up rather, was that in each case we um, we all cooked, but um, the only thing was was that we had a anonymous um, poll, if you will, of actual little forms, little simple forms that people could fill out and they wanted to give their opinions of the cooks and we're talking everything i mean everything here from burgers to ribs to chicken to brisket i mean you name it it, it covered the whole gamut we had the whole thing covered and what i want to tell you is that in every single case Without exception, every case, my cooking came out ahead. And 
not only did it come out ahead, but it came out head and shoulders ahead. Because we, I just filled, made, you know, I made up these simple forms and um, put a, a, you know, a, a one to 10 ranking on whatever meat, whatever it was we were cooking, as opposed to the other person's cooking. And, you know, whereas, let's say, people were ranking the other people's cooking with the other methods that I'd mentioned, and they may have circled a, a three or a five, sometimes maybe a six or a seven, but typically, no. My um, methodology and the tools that I were using, it just every single time blew everything else out of the water. So it wasn't, <clears throat> it wasn't my imagination. I tried to get some kind of objective consensus to all this. And um, that's what I was able to do. So as far as I'm concerned, uh, the argument is is finished, and um, you need to get yourself cooking with wood chunks and charcoal. And the one charcoal you don't want to use, it is a big mistake and a big foo pas. You do not want to use self-igniting charcoal. I'm not going to mention any brands. All I'll say is I use a brand which has been around for a very long time that comes in a blue and white bag. Just standard charcoal. And um, you get yourself a charcoal starter. They're about mm, roughly around 10 bucks. L they last forever. And with that uh, charcoal starter, you can get some, um, you can use either an electric uh, starter for the starter unit. They're also not very expensive. Or the simpler way that I use is just the little uh, paraffin wax starters. And you put that at the base of the uh, starter container. And... Um, you know, you fill it up with your charcoal, whatever amount it is that you need or you're starting with. And um, <clears throat> you ignite it and let that burn for about, depending, but around 10 to 15 minutes. And you're good. You're, the charcoal is ready to add to whatever device you are using. And there's many of them out there. And uh, at this point, I don't do product endorsements, so I'm not going to talk about product names. In my case, um, I can talk about what it is that I use. And I use a water smoker. And um, But there, there are many. There are many of them out there. But once again, full circle... It comes back to charcoal and wood. And um, 
you know, this is this is one of those deals that even as a novice, you need to really do about four four or five cooks to start to get a feel for this. But the thing is, is that once you do, you have the confidence that you'll make food that is just so incredible. They'll be talking about it for days. They might even be talking about it for months, for that matter. So, without spending potentially thousands of dollars on some very high techno, super techno device, you don't need it. As a matter of fact, you don't want it. Now, I realize that through the marketing, they have um, ceaselessly pushed pellet grills. And here's the thing. Pellet grills, basically, I'm talking about, you know, pellet grills that are electric and they have every kind of temperature control and they're completely, usually digital. And they're, um, they're very well regulated convection ovens. That's, that's it. That's basically what they are. But the thing is, even though they are using wood, compressed pellets, um, you have to have the charcoal. If the charcoal isn't in the mix, there is a chemical magic that takes place with the charcoal and wood that simply can't be matched by any pellet grill. One is, as a matter of fact, when you talk to many people that own pellet grills and if they've had cookouts and the people, you know, people appreciate the food and they appreciate your effort and, you know, they're not going to generally badmouth you or anything because most folks aren't assholes. They're not that way. They, they just, you know, they just won't say anything. But when push comes to shove, and this, you know, this you you may see you may see a whole lot of smoke coming out of these things when they're when they're working, when they're operating. But um, the meat doesn't taste smoky, or let's just say, if it's smoky, it's a very light tasting smoke very light very mild now you compare that for instance with what i'm doing with a um, wet style smoker and i am able to make it work in that the meat is like if for instance if we're talking ribs um, they are incredibly tender falling off the bone, but a very pronounced smoke flavor. And then depending on what you want or what you're trying to achieve, once you know how to do this, it's not that hard, then you learn how to produce 
the thing that everybody loves, which is the bark. And if you get the uh, brisket that's very properly cooked and smoked, and it has that bark on the inside, and it has a proper uh, smoke ring in the meat. Um, it's there's there's no comparison, and you you're you're just you're not going to achieve that. And I don't care how how expensive the unit is. You're just not going to be able to achieve that flavor from the other methods of just charcoal and wood. Um, this could be, for instance, something as simple as a, a old, very old school, tried but true um, Weber. Uh, they come in different sizes, some smaller, some larger. And if you know how to use them, and that information is readily available from a million different sources online, you will produce some of the best damn smoked meat barbecue in the world. So you can be your own pit boss, <laughs> if you want to call it that. But the main thing here that I can't emphasize enough is that you are not going to get that effect and that flavor from any gas grill. And you're not going to get that effect and flavor from any electric device. And you're certainly not going to get that effect and flavor from a pellet grill. And that, that is really the long and the short of that, as far as that's concerned. Now, <clears throat> I know that for many of you, you might say, ah, I don't care. And that's fine. If that's, you know, if that's what you want to do, you can say, uh, I just want to use the pellet grill and, you know, totally your prerogative to do that. Maybe some of you just have a gas grill. You like, again, you like the convenience of, uh, of gas and using propane. And again, your prerogative. But what I'm trying to say is that you want if you want to step your game up a notch the way to go is wood and charcoal and um, the the nice thing about it in addition to that and you will you will be amazed at how much you fall into the good graces of people who sincerely love your food and there is for instance there is a quote which says there is no love more sincere than the love of food and that was by Emerson and I have found that to be true um, I, 
I mean, I, I am not kidding. I'm not exaggerating. A few times I had people approach me and they said, oh my God, you should be on a cooking show. I've had people who were almost in tears about how good the cooking was and said, oh my God, can you, can we hire you? Can you just, you know, come over and <laughs> oh, can can you live here? Can you live with us? And I've had that. I've had that happen. And you know they they look at uh, the other thing that's that's really funny about this. I think it's humorous. Was when I get someplace when when the folks um, and and I'm talking about you know I'm not talking about folks who are cooking professionals or just regular folks. And just you know, they 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 don't know. I mean, um, but they what they do know is they, you know, the uh, they see this this guy with this incredibly modern, slick, digitronic, you know, the HAL five thousand of of cooking, and and of course he's very, you know, he's very proud of his machine, and you know, and I. I say, wow, yeah, that's a, a very impressive looking machine you got there. And, and uh, you know, he loves to, before things really get going, he, he, he talks about his machine and points out all that it does. And uh, you look at what I have, and by comparison, they look, and they look at what I have, and it's this ugly old thing. <laughs> they they say this guy and and okay and we're gonna be comparing the food and you know and this uh, this guy he may be chuckling and he says yeah he want he wants to do this thing and and they're like okay and the thing is is a few hours later um, the folks that were laughing about all this well. They're not laughing anymore. They're lying up on my side, and you know they're wanting. Hey, you got any? You got any more of the? You got any more of that brisket? You got any more ribs? You got you know. And uh, sometimes, on a few occasions, um, you know, I feel a bit embarrassed. It's almost, it's almost embarrassing when you got people standing around <laughs> they're standing around with their plates around you and with the other guy not so much you know and so it's it's pretty obvious um you know what's going on here so i um yeah like i said i i it's been times where i felt a, a bit embarrassed and uh so yeah you uh you know, you just uh, learn the basics, and you just need uh, basic devices. I, I, like I said, I personally use a water smoker. There's drum smokers. There's, um, you can use a say a, the classic Weber style um, that is not uh, liquefied, but <clears throat> there's also ways of um, adding. Uh, you can add pans of water to it. There's all all kinds of all kinds of tricks. Um, that, you know, to get this done. But my point here is before you go out and you spend $500, $700, $1,200 
um, on one of these highly techno, super techno convenient devices. Um, consider what I've said. Um, <clears throat> do a little bit of research yourself and um, save yourself a whole lot of money. And um, I, I absolutely guarantee you'll be thrilled with the results. And uh, you, you really, <clears throat> for more of a novice, you really don't need uh, super abilities or it's, it's, it's relatively simple. But the thing is, and I know I've said this a number of times, but I can't emphasize it enough, is that you have to be working with charcoal and lumps of wood. You can use apple, you can use cherry wood. Hickory is very popular. I use a lot of hickory, mesquite. Um, those, those hardwoods are some of the most popular to use. Um, and they will um, impart a very special flavor when you use them. And it is a very pronounced flavor. It's unmistakably pronounced. So, um, yeah, I hope that that is going to, um, I don't know, what's the word, uh, to uh, step up your cooking game, let's say, or what have you. But um, that's my words on this subject. And um, what else can I say? But um, good luck. Before I wrap things up, I just wanted to give you this little message about the contest. When you go to my website at theearnestmanshow.com and go on the comments section, you can actually leave a comment about anything you want whatsoever. After all, this show is not about me, it's about you. And I really want to know what it is you want to talk about. So please, fill something out, let me know exactly what you want to talk about, and that is exactly what we will talk about. Other than that, all I can say is, I hope you had a good day today, and I hope we all have a better day tomorrow. Take care.